As the year gets closer to an end, I would like to take this moment to thank all my listeners. I look forward to continuing the journey of crypto investing with you in the upcoming year. I will start 2022 as Season 2 of my Crypto Intuition Podcast. All the episodes of Crypto Intuition from this year will be under Season 1. The first episode of 2022 will therefore be labeled as Episode 1, Season 2. Save my podcast on the browser of your computer and click or press the favorite icon. And now, episode 98 of Crypto Intuition. It has been a crazy few days in the world of crypto. The resurgence of COVID-19, the Federal Reserve's tighter monetary policy, and the moving of assets by whales all have something to do with this downturn. Guess what, folks? We all knew this was coming. It was going to happen somehow. Sometime or later, the law of physics dictates that whatever comes up must come down. Around the downturn, Bitcoin hovered at the $47,000 mark. As of this moment, it is hovering around $51,000 to $52,000, gaining nearly $3,000 within the last 24 hours. Bitcoin, as many crypto enthusiasts know, is a good benchmark to know how the rest of the market is. If Bitcoin does lousy, you can rest assured that the majority outlook of the entire market will be terrible, as times even worse. It may have been a good time to have bought Ethereum at 4000 yesterday, but you just can't be thinking about lost opportunities. There will be other opportunities. Don't rush and drunk buy just any coin or tokens just because there's a slight recovery or break. To make it as simple as possible, crypto is still minuscule. Its market cap is just slightly above Apple or AAPL, and I'm not talking about Apple the fruit. If you are holding an iPhone, you have a little piece of Apple on your hand. Get it? Just had to add that in. Many times though, well, the majority of times, good projects like VeChain, for example, just gets dragged along for the slump just because Bitcoin is falling and for no reason other than simple panic. Going back to the minuscule size of the crypto space, it indicates that it can easily be influenced by outside forces like some taper or tax changes or the COVID-19 pandemic. It's not like the crypto market has what stock investors call market sectors like tech, energy, materials, industry, utilities, healthcare, financials, real estate, etc. There's one market and that's the crypto market. Although some may contend this and say, well, every crypto company is different and has different purposes. BDP, for example, is information-driven, while the VeChain platform is supply-driven. One is a token, big data protocol, and one is a platform that contains two distinct tokens, that is VTHO, which powers smart contracts, and then the VET token, which powers the transfer of value, all through a process and use of distributed ledger technology, or DLT. 
While there are similarities and differences between the two, and these are just examples, by the end of the day, they are still just crypto. It doesn't even matter if something is proof of work, proof of stake, proof of history, or proof of authority. Perhaps in the future, this would matter. But the crypto space is still small enough that distinctions of such don't even matter. At this point in its history, crypto is just highly influenced by the price of the king of cryptos, that is Bitcoin. There are some anomalies, but even so, that's only the minority of times. This is why crypto is still very volatile. There aren't enough investors who actually could balance huge sell-offs from bad catalysts in a short period of time. But the very same investors buy back once they realize the FUD was all just hyped. This isn't to say that the market will always bounce back. Not at all. At some point, when the leaders of the world realize it's actually something to embrace, crypto that is, only then will the crypto market stabilize. We are not at that point yet, hence this creates opportunities for early investors.